Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a food dream sitting down by the street That leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quail a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I want to go back to the country Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I want to go down that open road Take me to Texas I want to see how far this country goes your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away. All right, welcome to the bunkhouse. Uh, yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Central in the United States of America, America. on the Blowtorch Sports Station, 102.7 ESPN at Austin, Texas, or 24-7-365 as a live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. Just go to theoutdoorzone.com to get uh, connected with that, I am TJ Graney, your host for this next couple of hours. And in a bunkhouse with me now is Beef Steak. Oh, yeah. Yep. And Cody <laughs> Ryan it may or may not be here. We do not know. He was yes. in tournament mode the last three or four days. And uh, so he'll. we'll see if he shows up. He might. He might not. I don't know. He, he, he may be fishing. I, I, I don't know. We just don't know what to do. Know. Yeah, we don't have the tracker. I should know, but I don't know. I know I saw some pictures of him and some giant bass and his daughter on stage somewhere. So anyway, uh, it was beautiful. Gramps was happy. Uh, but Isaac's the ranch hand that gets it early, gets the gate open, makes sure the old hot belly stove gets fired up, puts a little foil on that wire antenna to get the signal out to you, the regulators that are tuned into the show with us each week and or listening to the podcast. Thank you for doing that. We appreciate you more than you know. Holy moly, bro. The weather right here oh. at this moment <laughs> in this central area of the st- Lone Star State is spectacular. Yeah, we wish we could capture it. And just oh, dude! Put it, it in a bottle. It's and... it's like what you you leave Texas in August to go to eight thousand feet somewhere to have this. It's good, right? It's good. It's good. Chilly in the evening and uh, perfect. You know, I don't know. It's getting a little hot. I mean, it was what eighty eight or something last yeah. week. But out where we were on that ranch, it was ah uh, incredible. You know, it was in East Texas of all places. Where rules, well, and rules don't a, count, you know all that. <laughs> what a uh, what a perfect time, and and gets everybody kind of thinking about the outdoors, and you know, I noticed yesterday I just happened to be passing through the 
weird little city of Austin, Texas. And uh, I was driving up First Street, South Congress area where all the people who live there inside the metro area. uh, And they were all out walking and moving. And I could have just imagined how packed the parks were and stuff. But a lot of people moving around there in the in and the city you know why they outside. do it i mean a lot of them do it because they find out when they get out there they get this different feeling like hmm, this is weird i feel good i feel refreshed i feel relaxed when they go out <laughs> you mean when they go outside yeah like to a park or something Shocking. why do they do that Shocking. you know and uh retreat from uh you know the air conditioning and the and binging they go there's something different about this it, I think it's the body and the and the soul that says you know it drives the, them out there, right? It's like but give me part, more. The part that uh, that just kind of makes that janky is they're walking outside, they're digging on the vibe, and they're watching something on their phone while they're walking. Well, that's a whole different I mean, problem. <laughs> yeah. Almost everybody I saw had a phone in their hand. They were looking at their phone while they were walking. It's like. That's because they don't know yeah. where they're going. They needed directions to get to the park. Oh, it's more than that. It's like I can't. Somebody might. Somebody might. Te- there, there may be somebody on Snapchat that that does something. I'll miss it. Oh my god! So we were. Hey, we were with, oh, go ahead. Yes, we got to well, talk I about this. I just want to make sure everybody incredible. knows that uh, when we need a firearm, we there's only one place in town that we would even consider, and that's McBride's Guns. And today, with the way everything's going, the way that uh, the the left is trying to to take away your rights to own guns, we want to stick with the Austin family-owned and operated local full-service firearm dealer that's been here forever, and that's McBride Guns. You looking for a personal carry? They got you. You need a gunsmith? McBride's. Looking for a new rifle shotgun? Maybe you want to check out some used firearms. They got them all at McBride's Guns. They're the place in Central Texas to get that firearm or get information on uh, how to how to pick the right personal carry. You need to go to McBride's. Put it in your hand. Feel it. Become one with your personal carry. That's McBride's Guns. Same place it's been for years, corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them, 512-472-3532, or online at mcbridesguns.com. McBride's Guns, well, they're our hometown gun shop. So you were talking, I wanted to, I had something funny, a really funny conversation happened this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) that We were talking about the outdoors, and a guy said, you know, on our uh, Facebook group for our neighborhood, uh, he said there was a note that came across that someone was complaining, like, hey, someone's kid is in my yard. And, and he's playing and, uh, you know, here's a pic, here's a picture. You know how they do that, right? Okay. Obviously this kid is lost or something is really bad going to happen to him. And the parent, uh, answered back, commented back. That's okay. We have him air tagged hashtag free range parenting. <laughs> and that is hilarious. And I thought at first they were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe someone." Now, uh and I thought, "Wow, that is really kind of cool." And then I thought, "Wait a minute. 
Okay, you're tagging him with the uh, air tag. I guess that's cool. You know, let him go. Yeah, I, I, I'd lean towards the air tag and let him roam feral. Then, you know, I mean, it's just kind of the they a well, thing today. Well, let's just I say guess. he did not get any pleasure out of posting that. Uh, apparently, they just kind of smashed him into the ground. Okay, the kid is four years old. I found out, so that's right on that line of. Do you know, should that person be tagged and let out to the free free world? And then we started talking about how we grew up. Where we if have, the world had a front porch yeah. like we did. Hey, there's little Bobby. Hey, what are you doing, you little scoundrel? Get That's over right. here. Say hi to my Miss Molly over here now. Come on. Well, you, have you eaten today? You're looking kind of skinny. Let <laughs> let Miss Molly give you a piece of pie. Now sit down right there. I'll go get you one. That's how Dennis the Menace started right there, right? <laughs> you know, that was some kind of picturesque view of, uh, you know what? You, I will have to say, I know you kid me a lot about, you know, where I live and where you live in Mecca, but Smithville, I can picture that happening in Smithville. It, yeah, I, it, I'm everybody. I mean, you still have people that are worried about stuff like that here, but you get out on, on our farm and we let the grands go out there and I basically just watch them as they roam about the wooded areas. I don't know that I'd want them wandering into the neighborhood next door. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's sad. And really, actually, and I know this is something that people are probably not happy about hearing this kind of stuff, but statistically, kids aren't getting snatched up by like 80% of the kids that go roaming a neighborhood don't get snatched up. It's a very small percentage of kids, and it's a horrible, sad thing. And if you snatched my kid, I'd shoot you between the eyes with a forty-five. But uh I mean, the statistically, there's not that not every kid's getting snatched up that goes running around the neighborhood barefoot. Well, yesterday, uh, one of the guys, I guess a gate wouldn't open up, and he tried to call and ask about it. And, you know, he ended up coming back, and uh, another person got lost, of course, and there's no cell service out there. And so to, it, you had to go back to basics. And everything slowed down, but it wasn't, it, it really didn't turn into a problem. It just slowed down how you did things. And we started talking about that, how you, uh, you get things to slow down a little bit and they actually make more sense and you think through them and you have critical thinking. Then that's how you get through problems. You know, you think about, okay, here's logically what I have to do. Here's what is the next step. All right. How long is the sun going to be up? Which way, what direction, you know, you, you work through all those things that you, we don't normally, well, and we ended up going to the discussion of that's what we're teaching kids in Kids Outdoor Zone and why we're out having this meeting that we're having, getting prepared for the year and kind of. So, yeah, you were out, you're out at the ranch at a at the KOZ Mobley Ranch, which is a ranch that we get to use in Bryan College Station. And you had a dozen guys with you and you guys were just talking uh, and doing some guy stuff. And, and I, I'm such a fan of um, of guys getting together like that. I've obviously been a part of 
a bunch of that. And, um, but there's just something about once you get out there and after about 24 hours, people are pretty much detached from what was and they're, they become present. I'll tell you uh, one of the comments, a 24 year old kid that was battling an addiction um, that just took over his life. He was sitting around the fire pit and we were just watching cowboy TV as we said, and he goes, man, I don't even want to do any. Normally we'd have beers and all this stuff. He goes, I just enjoy being around the fire pit, watching what we call cowboy TV and really getting grounded into, into the world. You know, our souls were all connected with the ground and it was a beautiful thing at how our, it disrupts in a good way. There are yep, it's life. a good it's a good thing to do. It's a good time to be outside right now. And even even up north, our buddy uh Joas Miller, who was here from Alaska last week, he's made his way back to Montana and he's probably gone from there to Alaska now. <laughs> and uh and they're having some warming trends up there although i heard that uh up in new england they were getting some fresh snow so winter's not over and we've had freezes here in late march and uh that were to beat all and i noticed that all the flowers are out at the big box stores and all the stuff is is you know people are ready for when uh spring but do not be fooled that winter is over and that there's no more possibilities of Northern coming down and we'll have making more. things yeah. gold because that can happen. We'll have one more for sure. Right. I think, you know, I least. think so. I think I, I'm not planning. I'm not planting a bunch of, of stuff yet. I'm, I'm strategically thinking through it. So, and Cody, I'm also, yeah. uh, don't have time to do it. So, well, Cody, Cody gave me a warning that the guy last week did such a good job that uh, this mic, I might get pushed out of my seat here. That uh, yeah, well, guy from Alaska. You know what I, Isaac was saying about Zoom and how Zoom works so well for. <laughs> we may have a a permanent guest come in, show uh, us. But anyway, hey, uh, it's time to take a break. Take a break and come back on the flip side. We're going to talk a little bit of fish tales now. I can't tell you who's doing what in Bassmaster and uh, NPFL and all the tournament trails, but I can tell you about some far-left activists that are trying to keep fishing as and lobstering uh, to take that away from us. So, so you, so you're gonna have to eat chemically grown, devised lobster meat if you're gonna that stuff again meat lobster fish all that stuff but it's all going to be grown in a test tube yeah oh yummy oh yummy thank you for that and all right well enough tartar sauce we'll see <laughs> hey take a break uh we'll be back right after this the outdoor zone live in the bunkhouse 24 7 365 at the outdoorzone.com American Blood Brothers, this is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack them and stack them, would you? 
All right. Welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone 24-7, 365 on all your favorite podcast platforms at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, it's Ram Truck Month right now. The best part of 0% financing is back, too. That's right. All 24 Ram Lone Star Editions qualify for 0% financing for 72 months. That's the best deal on a truck out there at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Plus, any Ram truck you buy from Nile Maxwell in Austin comes with a free, that's right, free lifetime powertrain protection plan for as long as you own it. It's covered. Start something new sales event from your Ram and Jeep experts at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. You have Nile's personal promise. To beat any competitor's price in Central Texas, just bring us their deal and we'll beat it. Head to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. We sell more than anyone else. 620 and 183 in Austin or online at com. You know, we don't so, have an intro for this segment as far as like <clears throat> a, a run intro for fishtails. I thought it'd be kind of an interesting uh, thing. What music would we play if we were doing fish? Oh man, we play so much fishing music on the show already, but I had this, uh, interesting news piece. Um, and it's right, it's right up our alley. It was interesting because I was having this thought yesterday, far left activists are exploiting the recent death of an inane endangered whale to imperil the future of Maine's iconic lobster fishery. So a lot of the uh, anti-hunting, anti-fishing folks have been going after the lobster industry pretty heavy over the last few years. Um, and we've talked about it here on the show, but this is just another example of them looking for ways to try and disrupt our, uh, are hardworking lobster fishermen. An endangered right whale recently washed ashore in Martha's Vineyard and tangled with Maine lobstering gear. The first documented right whale fatality associated with the fishery, but so-called environmentalists are seizing the moment to call for consumer boycotts and new regulations that threaten the maritime community that depends on Maine lobster. Fishermen are the real stewards of the ocean, but cubicle environmentalists are scapegoating us for whale deaths that demand that and demanding that regulators re, retaliate against own, us owing to the recent entanglement. I love that cubicle environmentalist. <laughs> We're going to have to fit that in. Uh, Dude, <laughs> that is, that is a, and I'm sure it's a term that's being used out there has been used, but I thought that was a brilliant description of so many of these, yep. you know, you get a lobster fisherman that's out there that's actually doing something, or you get national wild Turkey Federation. We, we talk about it all the time about the people that are actually doing something, hunters and fishermen, the real stewards of, uh, wildlife and the outdoors. Crazy. These organizations have poor command of the facts and no knowledge of the industry. They're uh, agitating and perils our fishery and working communities that depend on it. Yeah. And then they, he goes into talking this article that was written about this. He goes into talking about organizations like the National Resource Defense Council. 
The Conservation Law Foundation and others are exploiting this event to pressure regulators to impose new rules. A watch, a self-styled watchdog called Seafood Watch convinced Whole Foods to stop stocking Maine lobster products in 2022. Hmm. A biological opinion from the National Marine Fisheries Service on right whale interactions with our fishery forthrightly acknowledge this point and that many regulations binding our industry are based on guesswork. Hmm. Yeah. And then it, so my thought was, my thought was, uh, it seems anyone can claim to be an organization and empty headed people will bend towards them. That's pretty good. Like how many these organizations, the National Resource Defense Council or Conservation Law Foundation, how many people is that? Is that four million? Right. You know, is that is that or is it four dudes? Three hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah. Or is that six people sitting around that, you know, came up with the name? And so so I had this idea. Uh oh, and what are, what are we we're going to do this too. Okay, we're going to do this too, so we can get on Fox News and and see CNBC or whatever. We'll we'll call ourselves the International Association Association of Wildlife Conservation. Oh, <laughs> right, <laughs> yes. And then our our uh, subcommittee will be the Lead Cranium Deposit Council. <laughs> When I what first, do you think? When I first read that, I, I read that it was lead cranium. And I'm like, hmm, now I get it. Lead cranium deposit council. I love it. It would be official. So, uh, you know, I think we need to. LCDC. That's what it is. That I, I, yeah, I work for the LCDC. Well, what's that? The lead cranium oh. deposit council. And we're we're a nonprofit organization working out of fifty, uh, out of well, let's see, fifty states because we wouldn't be working out of California and there's but, several but other we, states that they wouldn't allow us to have chapters. But any place there's a hunter, I guess California. We got buddies over there that are hunters in California. But we could do the opposite. We could do go outrageous on them. And, uh, and start to, uh, you know, really promote against the people that don't have, don't agree with the lead cranium deposit council. I guess we already do yeah. that every Sunday. <laughs> That's what we're going to call it. The lead cranium <laughs> deposit council. We'll start with t-shirts. <laughs> LCDC. I like it. I like it. <laughs> LCDC. <laughs> it's LCDC. And every hunter. Oh yeah. Every hunter is part of the LCDC. They're just adopted in freely. Right. You would have so to talk millions. Yes. And you'd have to tap out in order to get out of it. Everybody has the right to be in it. Right. Well, I'm saying if you're a hunter, you're automatically in. Oh, so what it'll be is in order to get in the club, you have to have deposited some lead into the cranium. Yeah, and you may not be quite that accurate. It could be anywhere, or you know, within I don't know between in the strike the heart zone and the in the strike cranium. zone. Yes, I uh, like that. <laughs> well, we got some, and going. we got a huge organization. Hi, I'm TJ. I'm with the LCDC. Uh, we have seven million members 
around the world. More than that, anybody that buys we ammo. Disagree. Yeah. We disagree with your opinion. And uh, and our and our members are not happy. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Now, how does that go around to fishing? Oh, that's right. That uh, it's just about that claim that the people in Maine that it really was a desperation swing. They had no well, authority were, in it. That's not. It's what the the problem with that whole Maine thing is. My my heart goes out to those people. I mean, they're trying to shut down whole whole like communities that rely on that have relied on lobster fishing for a hundred years. I mean, whole communities in Maine, there's so much, there's so much stuff biting those people. Now I I love that, uh, these people that invited, uh, anybody across the border are now having this flood of people into their communities and it's changing their, their, it's an inconvenience for them. And now they're starting to go, well, Anyway, no, I, so I, I just can't, I mean, we were talking about that this weekend also, and just the kids do the kids really believe naturally. They don't believe that the things like that, like, you know, our organizations like PETA, they, they look at it and go, huh, that just doesn't sound right. What I, it, and someone has to tell them, uh, but then they get reinforced, I believe by the teachers in the community that, uh, uh, that, their thinking is wrong. What they naturally think is wrong. Your gut, you know. Right. Get your kids out of public schools. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna warp them. Hey, uh, and as far as fishing right now, it is big bass season. I got so many people. Our buddy Lucas Black, yeah, post on Instagram a ton of fish that he slams, and. uh, it's just incredible the fishing that's going on right now. The fish that Cody posted with yesterday, mm-hmm. monster! Oh, I love that. It was bigger than his kids. Thugs. It was as tall as his daughter. It seemed like he was holding her. Yeah, and he had the fish. Yeah, man, that that's a lunker right there. They're thugs, man. They were thugs. It was beautiful. Uh, say, hey, Altrua HealthShare, finding affordable, top-quality health care options can be tricky for sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. Altrua HealthShare is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow. Eligible medical needs are then shared in from that escrow account. Depending on which level of membership someone chooses, there are options for telemedicine, counseling services, maternity services, and much, much more. Members can see almost any provider or facility. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org, my share.org i'll true health share where we care for one another well you know we we really miss cody ryan and thinking of thinking about that um next up is news of the weird and uh stick with us you know you can listen to news of the weird all week long at our uh, podcast streaming live 
in uh, in Spotify and all the others, wherever you get your podcasts. Or you can reach out to our website at theoutdoorzone.com. Is just what I've got on When that sun is high in that Texas sky Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, Red Legger. Well, by red y'all all? How'd your mom and them? It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. I'm TJ Granny and uh, Beef. Tell them about Sun Auto Service. Oh, man, buddy. I was so glad that we used Sun Auto Service this weekend as I roamed out to the ranch. You know, everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you could trust. That's why we use our friends at Sun Auto Service. You know, Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto and repair maintenance company since 1978. Each and every person at Sun Auto works hard to demonstrate that they take pride in what you do, and we want to be the place you bring your vehicle anytime it needs scheduled maintenance or repairs. That's right. Get it done before it has to be done. You know, you could just go to that local location. Mine happens to be at 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. They do have locations outside of Central Texas. You just have to go visit sunautoservice.com to find those locations. I follow them on Facebook each week for great maintenance tips and specials. Just go check them out at sunautoservice.com. All right, regulators, this is your deer shooting, flounder gigging, dub blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie, outdoor zone radio show broadcast live from the bunkhouse. Now it's time for our news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the outdoor zones, outdoor news of the weird. I didn't know which story you're going to go with, whether it was oh, the hiker okay. or whether it Sorry, was, because all, all I got was two headlines that said, uh, hiker kills coyote with bare hands. And then the next, and then there was another one that, that, that said, uh, man caught at border with Python in his pants. And I'm like, so I, I was with the guy yesterday and he was telling me that over the last couple of months, he's killed 25, 25 skunks at his little farm whoa and the number one from what i remember i may be wrong but i'm pretty sure i'm correct on this from what i remember skunks are the number one carrier of rabies rabies huh and so to get and and what happens with the rabies is and we get these stories here right that we share with everybody on uh an animal acting weird, uh, a raccoon or something in a park and, or, and rarely is it a dog, right? Right. It's not really a dog very often. It's usually some mangy looking, uh, like a coyote or, or a, 
you know, something like that, but, uh, or, or I mean, a, uh, a raccoon or a, a small game animal yeah, like that. But right. this was really weird. It's out of Rhode Island, of right? Places, yeah. And, uh, it said a coyote, uh, that a hiker killed with his bare hands has tested positive for rabies. Huh. Rhode Island Department of Environmental Management, uh, good friends with the LCDP DC Council, um, <laughs> uh, Rhode Island Department of Environmental Management, and the Rhode Island Department of Health announced the hiker was attacked on Friday and bitten on the leg while walking in the woods in Johnson. According to police, the hiker pinned the coyote down by its neck, killing it by cutting off its air supply. Police said <laughs> that means strangling. Huh? I wonder if it was in a headlock like, or was it a rear naked choke or, you know, <laughs> hand to hand combat with the coyote. The same coyote is believed to have attacked a dog walker the day before nearby Sikatu official said, uh, huh. and this I've, we've had a couple of different reports over the last, I guess, year of, Coyote attacks where the person that attacked, they killed them with their bare hands. It's crazy. Right. Yeah. You don't usually see coyotes being that upfront. They're, they're they're a little, it's, uh, it's it's unusual for a coyote to attack a human under normal circumstances. Test at Rhode Island state health laboratories confirmed the rabies infection. It was only the third report of a rabid coyote in Rhode Island since 1994 Okay, here it was. In January 2020, a man fatally strangled a coyote with his bare hands after the animal attacked him and his family as they hiked in New Hampshire. That coyote coyote was tested for rabies, but is unclear whether the results were positive at this time. But so it was it they act crazy. They go into zombie mode when they have uh, rabies. I was just thinking that to strangle them with your bare hands <laughs> a dog a coyote's not a little dog no it's you Medium, gotta be him size yeah you gotta have your mojo on bro you do i can just see him laying on his back while this thing is trying to grab its face you know they try him to, they try to yeah go for to the jugular him, foaming at the mouth oh yeah red eyes piercing through <laughs> Oh, animal attacks, animal attacks, you know, and what would you do? That's what you got to think. You know, what would you do? I'll tell you, there's a whole we have, group of people these we've days. We've had feral, kids would feral dogs. Um, you know, you get out into the country and you get feral dogs. And I've got some friends who've had feral dog packs come on their property and attack their pets or attack the you know, animals, their pet, their, uh, livestock and, uh, man, they, they end up having to shoot the dogs and they're just people let dogs out and drive down the road and just let a dog out on a country road. Like I can't do this dog anymore. And they let them out. And then they get into packs and then they get a little wild. And mm -hmm. then like you said, if anybody, well, didn't you, was that just coyotes that were behind your house or was that was that feral dogs too? No, they were just coyotes, uh, as far coyotes. as I know. But you haven't. Well, I don't know. My wife claims to have seen 
the biggest coyote she's ever seen, and it was darkish red, and uh, she said it looked more like a wolf. And I went, that sounds to me more like a wild dog, <laughs> you know, some big. Maybe. But, but they, she said they were running with the coyotes. Have you ever seen coyotes run with feral dogs or wild, no. a wild dog? I didn't think no, they but did that. I'm, the coyotes are yapping and, and happening out on the farm right now. It's everything's kind of coming to life with this weather like this. Oh you yeah. Know, everything's, you know, we had that going out there when we were sitting by the fire pit and they, those songs oh, are going a bunch of them out there. And one of the guys was like, let's go see what they, I'm like, they've got something cornered and he goes, let's go see, let's go follow. I'm like, I'm not going to follow that out there. You know, get so into, we had, the, into it their was, little thing. It was cool when, when Joas was here uh-huh. last week and we, we were hunting hogs and he was in a stand filming and I bet it comes out on his YouTube channel, but it's sunset. It's going, going, going to be close to sunset. The sun's going down and there's elk and there's deer and there's axes all wandering around. And then these pigs come out like 30 of them come out and all of a sudden in the background you hear the yep 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 the coyotes start yelping uh-huh. and and just singing and making all this ruckus and it's the background noise to all this wildlife in front and <laughs> then a at a split sign. moment one of the members of the lead cranium a uh council organized uh lead cranium deposit council uh joined in and uh it acted his right he shot a 125 pound hog a sow and we we had to he boned everything out because he wanted to take it back to alaska right and then we hard froze it he couldn't take all his meat. He had too much meat. He could only take two fifty pound bags. Yep. Or uh for free. Yep. <laughs> and uh did y'all get the dry so, ice or did you end up just No, they didn't them? have any. They were out. Oh man, that would have been so out. cool. You know? I know. I like but to do we, it. He didn't have I mean, we he took everything he could possibly pack and uh that get is, away that's with. hilarious that's great a guy from alaska comes to texas and then he uh packs up his luggage with a wild hog a <laughs> hundred pounds of wild pork i can't wait to see i can't wait to see him talking about it on his on his youtube channel it's montana haven alaska edition is the current one but montana haven you know i the thing that got me caught not only did i meet him and you know we struck up a friendship but uh i got caught up in watching him and his sons build that log cabin and right. in the dead of winter in alaska dude it was incredible I, it was incredible it's crazy uh, uh didn't he used to be part of like a big family that made that that's all they did was log cabins is that right is that the story yeah that was that's the family business oh my that gosh was the family business. anyway can you believe that super that? super Super great, uh, but the coyotes were howling and yapping, and the hogs were wandering around, and it was a it was a cool video, a cool view. You know, I was telling hey, them, oh. I was telling them also that uh, you know one of the cool things is that that's how they teach. 
their youngins is when you hear all the yelling and the, and the yapping and the songs. I mean, they're teaching their the young ones and why they're so vocal. They're teaching them how to hunt. That's, that's good. That's no, what, man, more, more, more youngins need to learn how to hunt. Hey, Mrs. Graney and I spent a lot of time when we moved out to the farm, we wanted a brand new bed. We spent a lot of time trying to figure out the right bed, a lot of time online. And then we went over to our buddy, Steve Fry's place, factory mattress. And Steve's been a friend and a, and a, a member of this community for a long time. And, uh, and after all that time online, we go over to factory mattress and they have this right uh, right fit sleep mapping technology and they can tell you exactly what bed is designed for your back your posture and and uh and we bought that bed and we were so excited about it shop smarter not harder with science back sleep solutions at factory mattress factory mattress makes it easy to save money and your back with free delivery setup and removal get the right bed now at factory mattress where sleep where we have sleep down to a science factory mattress, texas.com factory mattress, texas.com. All right, regulators go out, fill up your cup. Don't take too long. Cause we're going to talk about game warden field notes on the flip side of this We And you can also listen to us 24, seven, 365 at the outdoorzone.com. So everyone who's lost someone they love I'm Everstar Pro Ron Sheffield and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun. Fix me some coffee. All right. Welcome back, regulators. It's the outdoor zone. Hey, I want to remind you guys that uh, one of one of the people who sponsor the show, one of our favorite guys in the whole world, is Jeff Wilkinson, and he's the founder of Keystone Bank, and they are absolutely a community bank, which I love. I love being able to bank with someone I know. If I if I have a if I have a car loan, if I want to borrow some money for a car, or refinance my house or anything to do with banking, I like having somebody I can call. I, lo- I love that I know the staff at the bank when I call over there. It's local relationship-based service that sets them apart. Then they also have banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. They have all the electronic, all the application uh, needs that you have if you're going to do some banking online, pay your bills or move money from one account to the next. You, next, you can do that. Banking at your fingertips at Keystone Bank. To learn more, get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of their locations in person. They got the brand new one at 13715 East Ladera Boulevard in B Caves or 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, or just go to their website, keystone.bank, keystone.bank, Keystone Bank for all for uh, all their information, keystone.bank for all their information, Keystone Bank, where local matters. Now it's time for our Game Warden Field Notes. <laughs> 
These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. Today, the National Park Service announced 400 national parks reported a total of 325.5 million visits in 2023, mm. uh, an increase of 1.3, an increase of 13 million or 4% over 2022. That's good. I would not have expected that. I would not have guessed that. No. With the way that hunting license sales has dropped and everything, uh, I would have thought that people going outside was down again. So, I I mean, it's down from COVID, the year after COVID, Mm -hmm. 2021, I think it went down. But uh, that's good. We want people to go outside. Well, we want a steady increase like that. That's good. That so the real spike during COVID, right? Uh, well, it went down during that COVID part, but then people wanted to get out. So when we had a big spike, but now it's actually increasing. So it did do yeah, something. Yeah, that's good. good. And and uh, and I I know if you go to a national park, you're going to complain because there's so many people there. I mean, to try and get into. <laughs> Yellowstone or someplace in Arizona, one of any, I mean, the lines and the, and the, just the wait to try and get in and the wait, you can wait hours to try and get into a national park. Some people act at a national park. That's a whole nother discussion, right? I don't know. It's, you know, go outside, just go outside folks. It'll make you feel better. Hey, a man accused of diverting. A national park river to east boat access to Lake Michigan been convicted of two misdemeanors. I thought this was <laughs> crazy, and I I thought, well, what do you what do you mean diverting a river? Uh, in August of 2022, images released by the National Park Service shows an illegal diversion of the Platte River into Lake Michigan at Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore. Uh, Michigan, a man accused of diverting a national park river to east boat access to Lake Michigan has been convicted of two misdemeanors. Andrew Howard of Frankfurt was found guilty of tampering and vandalism Wednesday, February 7th, during a brief trial in front of U.S. Magistrate Ray Kent. Uh, Andrew Howard of Frankfurt was found guilty of tampering and vandalism Wednesday during uh, the trial in August 22, a National Park Service ranger witnessed Howard digging with a shovel so the Platte River and the Sleeping Bear Dunes National Lakeshore would be diverted into one of the Great Lakes. Okay. So, you know, you got to give what? them props to have a shovel. Okay. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking Lake Michigan, you know. that That's just funny. Really? So a game warden sees him out there, you know, so he's either burying something, but who would have guessed that he was trying to divert or did a river, but he did, he diverted the, well, he didn't, surely he didn't divert the whole thing. I mean, and was it just a private little boat slip? He was trying to get a little extra water on so he could slide his boat down in there. That's what I'm thinking. Easier access, you know? 
But I guess you can't make some. I just thought, I had this funny picture of a guy with a shovel on the side of Lake Michigan, you know, trying to, this great big berm or, you know, like a, like a dam type of, you know, construction. (laughs) Chop it away. I'm going to make a little diversion. It'll make it easier. Do you know I could save so much time if I just had direct access here? Uh, That's what I'm thinking. That's how I, I should have looked at, I should have tried to find the pictures. I know they're out there somewhere because they had them, but I don't know. It seems like a lot of work and it seems like Lake Michigan, isn't that like an ocean anyway? I mean, pretty much. It I mean, it's, just, it's a lake, but to us, it would be like the Gulf of Mexico kind of big, you know, it's just, it's yeah, that's huge. what I thought. It's huge. I know there's one lake that's bigger than that, but I mean. Hey, it I'm going so I go, I'm states. going up there next week. What? I think I'll be live. I, I'm, I think I'll be live next week from Detroit, man. You ought to get kid rock on, on the show then while you're up there. You know what I'm saying? I'll call him and ask him if he's around. Okay. Yeah. That'd be interesting. He could do the, uh, he could do the, could the weird intro news of the weird. No. You get a, yeah, you get a little intro from him. He, he hunts and fishes. Oh, big time. Firearms? He big time, man. And he's, you know, you all could talk about Trump. It would be great, you know? And uh, I'll call him. I'll let you know. I'll call him this week and I'll let you know what he says. <laughs> that would be great. Kid Rock at, on the Detroit episode of the Outdoor Zone next week. You know, it sounds funny, but all the segments we do, like Peter Report, he'd be down with that. He'd be like, oh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So you know? Lucas Black, Lucas Black, will be with us uh talking April about famous 20th. talking about famous people right i mean he's right yeah up well there. just rolling into guys who love to hunt and fish and and uh lucas black uh star of uh seven days in utopia fast and furious uh friday Knicks, night lights new orleans everybody in texas friday night lights yeah he's going to be with us at the kids outdoor zone gala on april 20th at the hyatt on ladyburg lake if you want to get information and join us with uh lucas black and i need to send over that little promo he did for us and get you to uh get oh, isaac that's to, right we could throw it up here that would be cool because he, yeah he's talked about the galen i think he even said at the end bring back masculinity Bring masculinity back. Oh yeah, that's how he said it. Bring masculinity back. <laughs> he's a he's a good guy, and he's going to be with us. So if you want information on the kids outdoors on KOZ Gala, April twentieth, we'd love to have you come be a part of it. You can get information, tickets, all that at kidsoutdoorzone.com. Kidsoutdoorzone.com for all the information on that. Beef and Cody and myself spend a lot of time. Working on trying to get the next generation outside, and you can support that effort around the world at kidsoutdoorzone.com. Come hang out with us and Lucas Black bring masculinity back. <laughs> uh, I like it. It's going to be cool. It's going to be cool. I hope that I can get within you know talking distance of him when he's when he's around. You can listen to me. He'll. Uh, we had a big kickoff to it last night, and uh, so we're excited about it. But if you want information on the 
Kids Outdoor Zone Galos with our buddy Lucas Black going to be there. Just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. Well, that's a great way to finish the first half of the show. We want to encourage you to go get some more coffee, then come sit back down and get comfy, get out on the front porch, look at over what God has created, the great outdoors. It's a beautiful time to do that. And then up next, man, we're going to talk all your favorite things. We got Peter Report. We got Armed Citizen Report. We got all kinds of cool stuff to talk about. But if you miss us, you can always catch us 24-7, 365 on the On with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. All right, welcome back, Regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home. Live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 on 102.7 FM. In Austin, Texas, the ESPN Blowtorch Sports Station out of Austin, Texas, or 24-7-365 as a live recorded podcast on all your favorite podcast platforms. You could be listening to us any day at any time. Who knows when you're listening to us right now? Might be Sunday. Might be Wednesday. I don't know. But <laughs> thank you for being a, a friend of the show. You are the regulators. The reason why we do this show and uh, you fight with us to make sure America stays great again. Mar- we all Mar- have our, and you are also, if you are listening to this show, show and you're a hunter, you are part of the LCDC. Yes, community. Dun, dun, yeah, LCDC dun, dun, community. Dun, 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 yeah, we we got our own we got our own initials. <laughs> LCDC. And watch out. Lead Cranium Deposit Council. I like it. And uh, more on that soon. But beef, beef, we're going to promote you to the uh, really the I'm general the chief operator? in charge of oh, okay. LCDC. Like it. And like uh, it. my name is TJ Graney. That's Beef Steak Disco. And oh, yes, yeah. that's really his name. <laughs> oh, his yeah. Wife is Cheesecake Disco. Yeah. Isaac is the ranch hand that's making sure everything gets done. The gate got open. Fire fire going in the pot belly stove and oil on the antenna and cody ryan is actually fishing 
He is our in-house fish expert, uh, a professional angler and uh, farmer, and he is uh, fishing right now. And uh, but anyway, so hey, a little open conversation, a little room for open conversation. I had a couple of two, two or three different things. So you saw a movie, the movie End of the Wild, right? The whole Chris Chandler story. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah, and I, it was a great. It was a great movie. It was this true story about him. And there's a whole bunch of uh, stuff came out recently about. So this in a nutshell, if you don't know about it, there was a young man who just was done with the world and wanted some time away to try and figure out who he was. Mm -hmm. So he packed a backpack and some gear and he hiked off into the Alaskan wilderness and he got way out into the wilderness and found an old transit bus. And so he made camp there and it was a bus that some hunters had brought out and it was, you know, what they used while they were out, uh, caribou hunting in the area or moose hunting in the area. And he went out there and I, I don't remember how long he lived, like six months or something, but he was living in this little old bus and trying to live off the land and ended up eating some poison berries and, and, and some other stuff, but ended up, he was trying to, I guess he died at the bus. He died at the bus. Yeah. But he journaled but everything. There was a movie. Huh? He journaled everything. And that's why. Yeah. He journaled he everything. He, and, but there, there was a movie and a documentary and some other stuff done about it. And so people would, People would go to Alaska just to hike to try and find the bus. And, and two different people died trying to cross a river to get to the bus. And uh, so eventually it got to be so bad that the National Park Service flew a Huey in there, picked the bus up and could have and nobody knew where it went. And, but his sisters and them said, Hey, that's his bus. That's his story. We, we, that's not cool. We want to know yeah. where that is. Yeah. Cause I mean, I can see it. Right. <laughs> and so they finally find the bus, uh, and the national park service, and they're going to put the bus in this museum that they have with where just incredible stories museum for national parks or something like that. And I thought, okay, that's, that makes sense. They'll, they raised like, or they, they had either allotted or they raised like a hundred, 500 grand or something like that. I don't remember exactly what it was, but they raised a bunch of money to be able to set it up, clean it up, redo the bus, fix the bus. And, uh, but w when they were talking about the work they were going to have to do on the bus, they were talking about how many people just tore up the bus. They went up there and they just vandalized the bus. And I thought, what a bunch of jacklegs yeah. to go up there. And and what somebody took a can opener. This is what their theory is. They took a can opener and they cut, they scratched enough on this bus to cut a piece of the metal off as a souvenir. Somebody else took a gun and shot where it has, I think it was bus 154, transit bus 154. It's pretty in his, the picture of him. You could see that it says transit, but somebody shot the numbers out huh. 
on the bus. And I just thought, people, y'all are just idiots if you're doing that. You're right. And, uh, you're right. I mean, we, we, yeah, it's more like a shrine. It ought to be something that, uh, I'm not, so there, this, and the backstory to the kid, the backstory to the kid was he had a horrible home right. and they don't, you don't really portray that, but his parents were janky and they tried to fix everything with money. Cause they had a bunch of money and man, he just, he was a boy just spun off, man. He didn't have any direction from his dad. He, he needed, needed some stuff. And, uh, he tried to go it, to his credit. He tried to go find it mm-hmm. and, and he was really close to figuring it out, really yeah. close to figuring it out. And, uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, if the bus, if they get the bus put in some place and I'm in the area, I'd go over there and look at it. Sure. That'd be kind of interesting. That struggle, you know, that he took on and take it on an enormous task. And I don't know, the movie was kind of interesting, you know, just cause shooting a moose was it? with a was it a moose or i think it was a moose with a 22 yeah yeah i mean you know there were some things they probably could have learned in kids outdoor zone that may have helped just a little bit (laughs) but you gotta you gotta understand that was a like someone screaming for help and then doing something about it a young man screaming to to know that he has what it takes to find it yep and do it Um, to make it to live to be you know and anyway, I, I thought it was interesting. He did take a 22 with him and there's some compact 22s that I love and they've got them over at McBride's guns. I, I go over there. My wife calls it the man spa <laughs> and, uh, and I, you know, I can't argue can't a whole lot. It's no, a place no. you just kind of go and roam and feels good. It's the way society's pounding on our rights to own guns. It's imperative. We support our local gun shops. The one we trust with our constitutional rights, McBride's guns, Austin family owned and operated full service, local firearm dealer. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carrier, special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. You'll find McBride's in the same place. They've been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them. 512-472-3532 or online at mcbridesguns.com. McBride's Guns, well, they're our hometown gun shop. You know, speaking about this, I wanted to ask you, are you planning, we were talking about this this weekend, are you planning to go out and get, I can't say lost, that's not a good word, but to get out to a place where you just go uh, like you've done before and just deposit yourself somewhere and just see what happens. See where you know where it leads you. Where God wants to speak to you. What, whatever it happens to be. I've. I mean, I remember when you did that with. Uh, wasn't it Mount Whitney? That you, or Wheeler? Wasn't it Wheeler? And you Wheeler Peak. Well, there's there is. Uh, and to spend four, I do four that days, a couple right? times a year. Yeah, spend four days out in the middle of nothing, nowhere. And, yeah. Well, and. Uh, uh, yeah, I think you might be part of the one that we're going to, we're going to go up to New Mexico mm-hmm. and, uh, we're going to go hike up there. And that's one of those places where you can do that. You can, I mean, there's people around, you're not totally lost, but you, you can get off the grid and over to the side where it's where, I mean, it, dude, I'm telling you, you go up and sit on the side of a mountain for a couple of days and to try and figure out what to do with that downtime. 
<laughs> when you're just sitting there and there's and you're you're not looking at your phone, you're not feeding your brain like maybe you're reading a book, which is typically what I'll do. It's detoxing or cle- you're not typing cleansing. in something in a computer. Yeah, cleansing up to the soul, I believe. That's a that's well, a I just really it's good. it's tough. I mean, try putting your it's funny. It's funny that I can set my phone down and go out on the farm and just not even think about my phone. Right. But if I'm sitting at an airport or something, it is very hard for me not to be keyed into. I have to, I have to be intentional about not keying into something, but anyway, so I, the, just to wrap up this whole thing about Chris McCandless and into the wild. Um, if you haven't seen it, it's it's worth a movie worth watching. It's definitely a movie worth watching, and a story right. of a you have young to be guy. A little open minded. Uh, you have to be open minded when you're watching it. You know to think about the struggle and what he was trying to do and trying to accomplish, and not be critical of the way that he's doing it. Look at the big picture of the movie. Why was he there? Right. Well, that's the whole point in that movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you watch it, you I think you understand that this is a young man trying to figure out, you know, who he is. Hey, uh, why don't you tell us about well, so uh, Beefsteak Disco, the uh, general leading the charge on the Lead Cranium Deposit Council? Tell us a little bit about when you have to go around when you need to go do business for the council. You need to make sure you can get there safely. That's right. And uh, I always encourage the members of the LCDC to find a place that uh, they need their vehicle repaired. Well, you can find it at the uh, Sun Auto Service. You know, Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto and repair maintenance company since 1978. So when it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs for the LCDC, brake repairs and transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the local Sun Auto Service Repair Shop. Hey, the one that's nearest me is at 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park and 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Uh, Go visit them at sunautoservice.com to find out all their locations outside of Central Texas. There are others, so see which one is closest to you. But I follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials each week. Just go sign up for that at sunautoservice.com. All right, we're going to head out. Man, we've got some more good stuff to talk about. We got our PETA report, and uh, the LCDC is bringing that. But if you want to hear us during the week and you haven't had enough yet, just go to theoutdoorzone.com to listen to us 24-7, 365, all week long. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone.
All right. Welcome back, Regulators. It's the Outdoor Zone. Hey, now Maxwell Austin. It's Ram Truck Month right now, and the best part is 0% financing is back, too. That's right. All 24 Ram Lone Star Editions qualify for 0% financing for 72 months. That's the best deal on a truck out there, period. And it's at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Plus, any Ram truck you buy from Nile Maxwell in Austin comes with a free, that's right, free lifetime powertrain protection plan for as long as you own it. It's covered. Start something new sales event from your Ram Jeep experts at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. You have Nile's personal promise to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Just bring us their deal and we'll beat it. Head to the Nile Maxwell Supercenter where we sell more than anyone else. 620 and 183 in Austin. Visit us online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. Man, 0% financing. I'm, I'm Uh-oh, like are you so... getting the itch? Is it getting close? Dude, hey, uh, so I have a new uh, a new opening for your uh, council. Oh, LCDC, so, okay. What's the new opening? We can't hear anything. We hear nothing. You gotta. You can't hear that. No, can't hear that. Sorry. I can't believe that. It's super loud on my phone. Anyway, that was the opening ACDC uh -oh. back in black. And it'll be the opening theme song for the hey. Lead Cranium Deposit Council. Uh, more on that coming up soon. Hey, now it's time for our PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. That's got to be on a t-shirt somewhere. Got to be. What? <laughs> the what? PETA Report. Oh, we love we... animals. They taste great. <laughs> uh, so, uh, there was a sent out and it's kind of going around but it was to hello fresh and it was accusing them of using coconut milk coconut milk that's obtained by monkey labor this isn't the first and, time yeah and i was thinking is this even is monkey label labor even a real thing but apparently they've trained monkeys <laughs> to climb the trees to get the coconuts yeah that's what i hear Dude, I thought it'd be what cool. in the world? First of all, I think, okay, that's really smart. Yeah. It's really smart. Um, but they're saying that there was, uh, there was, PETA was saying that the, that these trainers or the people that use them are there. They whip the, the monkeys are chained, whipped, beaten, and forced to spend long hours picking coconuts. I think it's a little dramatic, but Okay. Don't you think uh, that's a little dramatic? I mean, but when he, I read it, it, it said there were 57 operations in nine provinces of Thailand. In Thailand. That's a big deal. I mean. Well, but in Thailand, dude. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. There's weird stuff going on in every corner. Regulate Thailand? <laughs> no way. No. Yeah. Why do you? Those people, that those monkeys have been climbing those trees for coconuts for a long time. <laughs> Somebody just saw them climbing trees, picking them up, throwing them down for the others, and probably went, hey, 
I bet I could train him to do that, right? <laughs> so, and then, and then what'll happen now is this little organization or this little whatever gets Peter to jump in behind him, and now Whole Foods will quit carrying and grocery stores will quit carrying. People quit subscriptions to HelloFresh. I mean, you know, come on, guys, really? So, as the lead counsel for the LCDC, I thought I would tell a story about this. Um, so my grandfather was in World War II. As you know, uh, when he left, um, um, my my grandmother and him had just got married. And uh, he ended up going to the Philippines. And he didn't return for for four years. He never came. And, oh, and my you, got, mom, you got any Filipino? Grand, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. My mom was born while he was out in war and so she was three and a half years old before she even saw him but he was over in the philippines yeah kind of interesting huh my grandma said that every soldier that she would be walking along the street every soldier is that my daddy is that him no 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 we gotta wait till he comes home so luckily he came home but uh i remember him telling us a story about being over in the philippines and they would go out on horseback right and ride through the jungles over there and shoot on you know monkeys you know like we shoot hogs you're right <laughs> they would come out of the trees and then the others would beat them with clubs but anyways to finish that story i was like huh they're everywhere they've been doing that for a long time but he said it was oh, a gosh, <laughs> beef. <laughs> I'm That's sorry. a pretty rowdy little story uh yeah can i mean i just wow where where am i going to go and wasn't he I mean, didn't, didn't he come become a preacher? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you gotta, every, every preacher's got a monkey they beat in their background. Somewhere. <laughs> that's terrible. No, I wouldn't Jeez, go that's, in there. That's, that was just one. Of but the... I mean, you know, if, if you were at the ranch where last week when I was at the ranch and 32 hogs ran out in front of us, Yes. And all the babies and you take those 10 babies and you do those 10 babies will start having their own babies twice a year. Yeah. Every gestation is every six months and they can start having months. Yeah. And and then those start. And so there's this just non never ending. It's like coyotes or feral cats. It's never ending. What do you do? You can't, you can't trap them. You can't, and I, if you want to, if you want to have a lot of plenty of kale and, uh, carrots and peas and all the things that you, you've got to deal with invasive species and wildlife issues. And that's a real thing. Well, that was the point of my story is what he was saying way back in World War II, like 1940 something. And, uh, I think it was the late, like. 43 or 44 that that's what they were doing because it's similar to the hog problem we have. He was saying that they have that same problem with the, with those monkeys over there. They were just in it. They were everywhere. And it was just a a natural thing. Like you said, when 30 hogs come running out um, and they're over there in, in the area, you know, come on, how many more are really out there? Then there was a group of journalists that went over there and it was organized by the Thailand food processing association. And, uh, 
And it took these journalists to major coconut milk producers to illustrate production processes. Uh, and they said, we didn't see any monkeys. <laughs> we, we didn't see it going on. Like Nothing. it's not happening anymore. And it hasn't been happening for a long time. So they picked something out of the sky to jump on from their cubicles and then went after this, right? Yeah. The, the, the cubicle environmental cubicle warriors. Well, I'll tell you what, that's going to be number one. We're going to have a top lit like a wanted when you walk into a post office and there's these wanted posters, the top 10 list. We're going to at LCDC, we're going to have a wanted list and we're going to put that one at the top just to make sure everybody and all the kids out there understand who's wanted and who's on our top list that we're going after. <laughs> oh, what does that mean? You're going after me. Oh yeah. I'm down we're and, gonna ex- and no. make them watch. No, we're going to make, make them, them shoot watch, a, bunk, uh, a monkey. I'm just hunting kidding. shows or something. <laughs> no, we're going to, no, we're going to expose. We're going to expose what there, that there is nothing behind this. You know, the truth. All I want to do is they travel. Don't, tra- you don't care about the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> I just want to travel down the center of that road of truth and just show them what is real, <laughs> what's real, right? With no we bias. We shall travel down the center <laughs> of the road of truth. Uh, you sound like Cody now. Do. Or Cody sounds like you. I don't know which, but that's something he would say to me. Uh, how do we get from LCDC to hunting monkeys in the jungle um, on horseback yeah, not. you need to All we need to get it. isaac to come up with the acdc yeah back in black C- song DC, and we'll, we'll just play it every time we talk about lcdc it'll pop up so right. if you are a hunter out there just so you know if you're just tuning in if you're a hunter you are uh an associate member free of charge with the lcdc there'll be uh, there'll be T-shirts coming up soon. We need to get a monkey on the back. There'll be a monkey we'll on a, your back. We have a monkey on on the back. That'll be the mascot for LCDC. That's so funny. And you get to choose. It'll. No, have you a, think that's funny? And you get to choose which version you get: the bullet or the club. Okay, on the front. Okay, keep going. Sorry. It, you don't no, know what to not, say. We, no, I don't know. We got. We have to have a staff meeting about this. Okay. We'll put it out there to our membership. I like what do you it. think? I don't think, I don't know. But I, I, it's, again, it's another, that was just another example of, you know, some organization grabbing something out of the air and making something out of it and, um, whether it's true or not, I do not know. I'm a coconut milk drinker. I drink coconut milk. I like coconut milk, and you know, and I never, I never knew that monkeys were part of the process. Well, who knows what it really is? That's why the LCDC needs to go down the travel the road of truth down the middle. No right, no left. There's <laughs> the only <road> truth. <laughs> there's there's no center lane on this one. We just. And I, I think we need to go down to the Everglades and kill snakes. Oh yes, also. But can we talk about it'll be that? An, it'll be a, a, a road trip. You better have LCDC. your health care. Your your your. How true a health care finding affordable top quality health 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 care options can be tricky for sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self employed. 
But even Cody, with his wounded hand last week, he was so grateful to have Altrua HealthShare. Altrua HealthShare is a 501c3 organization that's been sharing medical needs for over 25 years. It's not insurance. However, it offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing cost. Members contribute each month to a membership escrow. Eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. Uh, you are a uh, dedicated member services representative team helps members navigate everything from finding health care providers to guiding members through submitting medical needs for sharing. You can find out how you can save by going to myshare.org, myshare.org, Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk. We're going to listen to the Armed Citizen Report. And finally, somebody from California that I think thinks like me. All right, so during the week, man, you get bored, you need to listen to something, don't binge on that TV. Go to theoutdoorzone.com, and you can listen to our podcasts and recordings of all our great shows 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. This is Michael Waddell with The Bone Collector, and you're listening to TJ, Cody Ryan, and Beefsteak on the number one outdoor radio show, The Outdoor Zone. The Outdoor Zone. Bring masculinity back. Yeah. It's the Outdoor Zone. Bringing masculinity back. Back. Wow. Hey, okay. Keystone Bank, that's bringing community banking back. I Bring like community it. banking back. It's uh, it's the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. We're banking with Keystone Bank, of course. Founded by our buddy Jeff Wilkinson and his team. Operated right here in Austin, Texas by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in the community and its success with Keystone Bank. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets them apart. You know we talk about it all the time. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime, of course. You can learn more or get started with the Keystone account. Just visit one of their locations in person. You can go to the brand new 13715 East Ladera Boulevard over there in Bee Caves in Austin. Or how about 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to their website, keystone.bank, keystone.bank for all the information. Keystone Bank, where local matters. Now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Mm, Armed Citizen Report. Love this. Brought so, to you by the LCDC. Uh, hey, so a California man was found with a million rounds of ammo. 248 illegally owned guns in his house. So he, the, the reason why he got in trouble, uh, and we at the LC, DC. uh, LCDC sent him a letter also 
was <laughs> because he didn't have enough ammunition yeah. it, for those firearms. A one million rounds is not enough. Not for the amount so that he had, yes. We, we did encourage him to up that. However, the beautiful state of California thought that they would just go ahead and take all the guns from him. <laughs> and they, they took his whole collection and all 3,000 copies of gun magazines that he had. Wow. The gun magazines? Those? They took 3,000 gun magazines. Now, we're not talking about magazines like, like holding like a clip. We're probably, we're just talking about magazines as in uh, Gun Digest and, you know. <laughs> no, they're probably a, clips, but uh, I just thought it was. <laughs> Take his reading and, material. And he had some grenades, too. They they weren't, I mean, there's people with grenades. When I was a kid, they found a live grenade in my garage in a rental house. I found it in the attic. Now, wait a minute. What were you doing in the attic? That's what I well, want to know. Kid, man. Right. I was exploring, but the, uh, so the California, California man was found with 1 million rounds of ammo, 248 illegally owned guns in his house. State authorities said the state attorney general said he also had 3000 gun magazines and several grenades in his home. The weapons included 11 machine guns, 133 handguns, 60 assault rifles. All these descriptions are, uh, under suspicion when coming from California, of course. Attorney General Rob Bonta said in a statement that the man who was not named was legally prohibited from owning guns in California. Legally prohibited. So law enforcement officials who searched the man's home in January 31st found 11 military style machine guns, 133 handguns, 37 rifles, 60 assault rifles, several shotguns, and 3,000 large capacity magazines. Sounds like a shopping list. Okay. Authorities found 1 million rounds of miscellaneous caliber ammunition and dozens of rifle receivers and pistol frames. Hmm. Okay. So the only thing I disagree, I guess, on this is a feel bad. They, uh, or I agree with is if he couldn't, if he was prohibited from owning those, then I'm, the LCDC is, but it okay was it was it legally prohibited because California did I they're created janky. a okay. an unconstitutional law which they tend to do that was only for the state okay made that so they create a law and maybe a city council person did it the neighbor complained the city council passed a law and the DA moves in. You know, that's how it happens. It could. You're right. It could even happen here. Right. I wish the LCDC had a legal department because we would send them over there to check it out to make sure, see if he needed help. I'll volunteer for that. We'll go slap some cuffs on them. We'll take care of it. We'll make sure they're exposed. Put on the top. 10 they they said list. in it. In efforts to retrieve guns from a prohibited individual, we found hundreds of allegedly illegal weapons and approximately one million rounds of ammunition. A video released by the Attorney General's office showed part of what appears to be a small armory replete with mounted, belt-fed machine guns, long-range caliber rifles, and dozens of ammunition crates. 
unauthorized possession of a machine gun is illegal in California, which has some of the strictest gun control laws in the U.S. Mm. Well, yeah, unless you have a, cla- a certain class license, you can't have a machine gun kind of anywhere. So, I'm guessing, I'm just throwing this out there. I'm just throwing it out there, but okay. I'm guessing they probably created some laws that made his lifelong collection illegal. You know that I never thought about that concept, but there are people that have like, you know, little collected their whole lives. He's lived there his whole life. Some of that stuff's his grandfather's and his father's. And, uh, man, I, I know guys I've seen the, I've seen the collections. They got concrete bunkers under their houses. (laughs) You know, you know, and they're not, they're not, they're just collectors. They're right. just collectors. And you run across a deal where there's a million rounds and you can get them cheap. You do it. Right? You just do it. You got to. There's, I mean, it's a sale. You got to pick that up while you can. I don't. I don't. But <clears throat> there are, I, I support those who do. <laughs> I support those who do. You want a million rounds? I don't care. Go get a million rounds. You know, I was talking, this is going to change the subject completely, but it just popped in as things do in my head. Uh, the guy from Canada, we had, when I brought him back to the airport, when he was in town mm-hmm. for our KOZ Outfitter event, one of the things that we found out that we have a similarity and his wife was in and our wives are in the back seat of the Durango, which gets serviced at Sun Auto Service in Austin. And, uh, what happened is they started talking about a certain subject and it turns out that we, they agreed that both of us have a trailer uh, problem or a, (laughs) where we pick up either trailers or some other item that is like such a great deal and we're going to do something with it and we stash it for a little while and then we're going to sell it. Jeremy has (laughs) that issue. Yes, he does. He so I oh got this gosh. great RV, man. Who am I gonna... hanging around? That's <laughs> funny though, because yesterday I was at a garage sale and for the last couple of weeks, there's this guy in town and he's, he's got a little store and he's always hustling, right? He's just a hustler. And, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean, he's, you know, he's, he's just like pushing doing goods. deals, dude. Yeah. Doing deals, pushing goods. Yep. And there was a guy that won a golf cart a brand new golf cart at the Catholic charities event at the church. Okay. But the guy didn't want it. He said, I don't need it, man. And so he put it up for sale and, uh, he bought and it. They've been, and my buddy over here at the little store, he's been trying to hustle it for him, had it out parked a for sale sign all around town for the last couple of weeks. And he wanted like, crazy money for it crazy money for it and so yesterday i came into town just for a few minutes and he was having like a garage sale over at his warehouse and i thought well i'll go see what old this old guy got and that old golf cart that that golf cart was parked out in front uh-huh and uh and he's and he still had some crazy number on it and i just said and i just lowballed him i just said look i'll give you some cash for it i'll just but you know, that's the best I can do. And then he's like, oh yeah, well you go and he kept adding $500 to it and, you know, doing all this stuff. I said, that's my number. I, you know, I don't really need anything. I just, 
And, uh, See how and he ended up calling me a little while later and said, Hey, if you want it, you can have it. We'll sell it to you for that. So I ended up buying a golf cart yesterday. <laughs> You're going to turn it into it a It's brand new. It's beautiful. Mrs. Graney wanted one. Only so. driven by nuns on Sunday. Two and it, two it, back and Like forth. it has 11 hours on it. So, I mean, it, it hasn't been driven. But the, the funny thing about it, I, a couple weeks ago, and this is so beefsteak, a couple weeks ago I had my grandson, and we were out trying to buy a go-kart, a used oh. go-kart for the okay. farm. And I think I talked about it last week, but uh, – but I was trying, it was just me and him and he's eight. Right. And so we're talking about the art of the deal. Oh my! And we're gosh. trying to wheeling and dealing with people. And I said, never, never do a deal that you can't walk away from. That's right. Never do a deal. And, and yesterday my wife was just going, I can't believe you just, I would have caved in and gave him the extra. And I said, I don't, I, you, when you're so attached to a deal that you can't walk, they they own you. That's why you always they have to have you. this shopping list in your head of things that either you could do or you want to do, and then you look for the opportunity. And I'm still going to— And the opportunity, the opportunity to find a new bed oh, yeah. would be found at Factory Mattress. There we go. Factory Mattress, uh, family-owned and operated uh, by our buddy uh, Jeff— uh, uh, our buddy Steve Fry and his family, they own and operated factory mattress and have for years. When Mrs. Grady and I thought we were, we've had it figured out. We went to factory mattress. We knew what mattress we wanted. And then we used that. We went through the whole right fit sleep mapping technology they have there in the store and figured out that wasn't the, the one we thought was the better we wanted we got the one that they suggested and it was absolutely correct shop smarter not harder with science-backed sleep solutions at factory mattress factory mattress makes it easy to save money and you're back with free delivery setup and removal get the right bed now at factory mattress where we have sleep down to a science factory mattress texas.com factory mattress texas.com born and bred right here in austin texas by our buddy steve fry and his family all right. So what we're going to do, we're going to come back. We want to talk a little bit about everything we talked about. We want to wrap it up. We want to give an official invitation to uh, be a member of the LCDC. But if you want to listen to us, all our great shows in the past, you get bored during the week and you need something to inspire you, just go to theoutdoorzone.com 24-7, 365 to hear Beef, TJ, and Cody Ryan. This is T. Roy Bruce Orr, listening to the Outdoor Zone. Call me Redneck, White Trash, and Blue. And Holler, Redneck, White Trash, and Blue. Dollar. If the world had a front porch like we did. Welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. TJ Greening, Beefsteak. Cody's not in the house, but Isaac's here. running Running the fire pit for us and making sure everything's working. Hey, um. I like that we've gotten some stuff done here in this business meeting with the regulators. <laughs> Our first we annual got, uh, cubicle environmental warriors. 
which we're going to be working on the wanted poster for all those. Yep. yep that'll be on the top. And, right uh, and then the lead cranium deposit council yep. and beef is the lead, uh, lead council for the lead cranium. I would prosecute prosecutor. I'd like to use that word instead of council. Is that okay? okay. Lead like prosecutor. Be, yeah. Cause that sounds, you know, like what we do. And if you are a hunter, and not to leave out you fishers. Um, they use lead weights well, if they use a little lead weight, you know. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yeah. We're, you know, and in California, they won't let you. So That's right. So we're, no. we're all for um, lead cranium deposit council is uh, we'll have another meeting next week, obviously, oh, yeah. and talk more about this. One of the things that we I want to make sure we did um, is invite everybody to the so one of the things that we do is we're we're very invested in the next generation getting the next generation outside and getting men into the lives of uh, boys even uh, particularly boys that don't have dads to try and give them a mentor male mentors Mm -hmm. and we do that through a program we call koz kids outdoor zone kids outdoor zone and we're having a big event coming up April 20th, a big event. Love to have everybody there. You can come be a part of it. You can uh, be a sponsor. And uh, But we've got our buddy Lucas Black, who's going to be there, and uh, he's got a message for you. Hello, everybody. Lucas Black here. I want you guys to join me. April the 20th, we're going to be having a grit and glam gala, all right, the KOZ, Kids Outdoor Zones, putting on a gala, and it's going to be at the Hot on Ladyburg Lake in Austin, Texas. I'm going to be there. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have a lot of fun, and uh, we got to get these boys outside, all right? We've got to bring masculinity back. Come on. <laughs> bring masculinity back. Anyway, we'd love to have you there. There'll be a live auction and, and uh, guys, it's definitely date night quality. Uh, and uh, we'll tell the story about KOZ. We're going to have a, a tribute to Mary Cabela, one of our um, one of our friends who passed last year. And uh, so we'll have that and there'll be a whole bunch more and uh, love to have have everybody come out. Um, there is a limited number of seats available and a limited number of sponsorships available. Um, but if you'd like to be a part of it, just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, kidsoutdoorzone.com. And we're thinking about doing a table. The whole group was yesterday was, uh, going, we need to get a table. We need to be there and do it and be up front. It'll be awesome. So you can uh, sponsor a yep. table well, or you can be in on a table. It or, will be. It will be. Or it buy will individual, be incredible. Or buy individual tickets, right? So, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Individual tickets or a table or a sponsorship. Uh, you can even get a sponsorship where you can hang out with us and Lucas hey, before the whole event you starts. Know what? And, we'll get, we'll get a table a, together for the LCDC. Okay. We'll have a table dun, sponsored by LCDC. Yeah, we'll like. Well, I'm liking members. it. We're gonna have. A, we'll have to have a meeting here soon to uh, to yeah. go over what uh, a, the uh, agenda for the LCDC is for 2024. Yeah. And uh, 
right. if you like the idea of it, just jump on the Outdoor Zones Facebook page, and uh, we're looking for volunteers and uh, board members <laughs> <laughs> and donors. Hello, <laughs> donors, never forget yes. the donors. Oh uh, man! Hey, when do you do you ever buy camo or uh, hunting and fishing gear? I at do. I do now. Stores? Right when it's coming out now, I do. Because you go in at there thrift. and everything's half price, man. Yeah. I like Well, in thrift stores, I, I, uh, Mrs. Graney has this idea that a, an outdoor thrift store would be a killer idea that you have people just donate stuff and you, you're only open on like Saturdays and, uh, and, and you have like kids, man, they're camo clothes. They wear them for a year and then they outgrow them. Well, it depends where it is. I mean, that's going to be the limit. So I just watched that documentary on, on, uh, Amazon and Bayos, you know, and all that. And I thought, that's what you could do. You could put it online, right? Camo online. I don't know. I just thought a thrift store perfect. might be easier and we just work one or two days a week. It's open and that's all. Oh, Okay, never mind. You could drive your little go kart around, and you could, and yeah, I drive my golf cart over there. And then uh, if you come and you buy something, a part of the proceeds will go to the LCDC Education Fund. Okay, so just like all those online where they DoorDash, we'll have a Camo Dash, so they'll just be dropped off at your door, right? That that's what no. we'll do, Nick. No, that won't happen. That's not going to happen. All right. So uh, I thought, you know, famous last words by certain people. And I thought, and I ran across this one. It was really interesting. Um, and it said, don't let it end like this. Tell them I said something. That was Pancho Villa, supposedly on his deathbed. Don't let it end like this. Tell them I said something. So I've got a new thing I'm going to finish the show with. And it's going to be the tell him I said something. And it's, uh, so just remember, Beefsteak says that Jesus did his ministry at three miles an hour. So Jesus is the reason for the season. Hey folks, uh, the scripture for the week is Proverbs 22, six, raise up a child in the way they should go. And when they get old, they will not depart from it. This week, we want to encourage you find Get your kids outside, get them off the couch, get them off the screens, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds, the trees, heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is. As long as you get them into the great outdoor zone, uh, we're headed to church. Want to encourage you to find a good Bible-based church in your community and guys get your family out to church and take them for a nice lunch somewhere, maybe a walk in the park afterwards. And if you want to start an outdoor ministry in your church or get a boy mentored in the outdoors, check out Kids Outdoor Zone. You can also donate land, vehicles, and money to the program, fully tax deductible. Help us with no kid left inside. Just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. And if you want to join us for the Grit and Glam Gala for Kids Outdoor Zone with our buddy Lucas Black, you can do that and get all the information and tickets at kidsoutdoorzone.com. Kids Outdoor zone.com so i guess from uh myself uh tj graney cody ryan beefsteak isaac the ranch hand and uh and the rest of the regulators we just want to say god bless 
regulators, let's mount up. man says it's the end of time and the Mississippi River she's a gold dry the interest is up and the stock market's down and you're only getting mugged if you go downtown 